Hey there, this is Church Girl Podcast and today we're talking about a wonderful topic, renewing of the mind. Let's say a word of prayer. Our Father, we thank you. We glorify your name because you are wonderful. Thank you, Jesus, because you are awesome. There is no one like you. There is no one like you. You are the one who was, who is. I will forever be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. Father, today we pray, God, that you help us. You speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name alone be glorified. Let us be blessed. Let us all be blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, we'll be talking about renewing of the mind and the anchor scripture that we'll be checking out today is Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 to 18. The book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 to 18. And it says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that he henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, eating, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. 17 verse 17 says this i say therefore and testify in the lord that he henceforth walk not as other gentiles walk how do these other gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind so the difference between the people that paul was writing this letter to and other guys is that other guys walk in the vanity of their mind now let's let's in that same chapter let's move a bit down to verse 22 it says that he put off concerning the former conversation the whole the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that he put on the new man which after god is created in righteousness through holiness so what happens when we become Christian is that we we become a new person. Yeah? So the old man becomes a new man. Everything becomes new, become a new creature. So in that process, this this renewal is like a computer system and there's the input, there's the processing and then there's the output. There is the old man, which is the impute. It goes into Jesus. There's, there's a lot of process going on there. There's renewal, there's transformation, and it comes out new. So the sole purpose of Christianity is to make us new people. It's to renew us, to transform us such that we become new. Let's read um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 
verse 13 says and not as moses which put a veil over his head that the children of israel could not steadfastly look to the end of what was being abolished but their minds were blinded now the reason why they could not look was because their minds were blinded for until this day remained the same veil on taking away in the written of the old testament which veil is done away in christ these israelite guys were you, we all know that jesus god loved them so much like in their time they were the most loved people on earth god performed numerous miracles for them they were alive when god um dealt with the egyptians when god made darkness in the entire land of the egyptians and gave them light when god turned the river now into blood when god turned when god made hailstones fall from heaven when god sent frogs when god sent locusts when god did when god turned um moses rode into a snake god did a lot a, an entire lot for them but then they still could not behold the glory of god they still could not partake of the glory of god they still, their hearts could not still behold god because their minds were blinded because their minds were blinded there was a veil over their minds that's what the bible says and it happens to some of us christians here god has done numerous things god has done wonderful things for us we have so many testimonies things are happening around us things have happened in our lives but we still cannot behold god we still cannot see god face to face because there's something blinding our hearts this 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 view And remember, remember the first verse that we read, Ephesians 4, 17. It says that these other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened. So what made them different was that their understanding was darkened. They were blind. They were ignorant. So if your mind is is away from God, if there's a veil over your mind, you are like these other Gentiles. Yeah, like this other it's not like these other gentiles per se didn't know god or didn't know about god it's not like they were corrupt they were corrupt in the physical sense of the word it's not like something extra was happening is that they had the same issues that the israelites had they could not behold god their minds were blinded their understanding was darkened they couldn't they were separated from god they could not phantom the glory of god let's open our bibles to second corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 it says in whom the god of this world has blinded them blinded the minds of them which believe not let the light of the glorious gospel of christ who is the image of god should shine unto them the god of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of christ which is the image of god should shine unto them 
so the devil has blinded their minds such that they cannot see what god is doing they cannot phantom the depth with the height of god loves god's love for them I, i think this is the reason why people fall into depression because i mean i was i was once depressed i was once suicidal and every time i had these thoughts which is like every time i always always feel like nobody loves me nobody cares about me i'm useless i should die people will be better off without me but then the bible says that he looked at everything that he created and saw that it was good so that it was good the bible says that he knows plans and thoughts that he has for me thoughts of goods and a lot of evil to bring me to an expected end it was because i could not grasp everything that god was saying to me the extent of god's love for me that's why i wanted to kill myself my mind was blinded yes I still was going to church. I still was doing the whole um, mechanics of being a Christian. I still was doing my devotion. Yes, I still was doing the the religious part then. But then I still felt I should die. I still felt very sad. I felt sorrow because I did not understand that in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. I did not understand that it is well with my soul. I did not understand that behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us, that we may be called the sons of God. I did not understand that for God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son for me. The devil blinds people's mind there are numerous ways that the devil can use sin is the number one thing that blinds our mind sin is the number one thing that puts a veil over our eyes such that we cannot see god we cannot behold him because personally when i do what i'm not supposed to do when i do when i go against what god says i should i feel this is separation that comes I cannot just I feel very ashamed to seek God's face because I feel dirty. So sin is the first thing that blinds that the devil uses to blind people's mind. Then ignorance. Bible says do not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Ignorance will blind will blind a person's mind. Ignorance will make you say things that you are not supposed to say. Ignorance will make you unaware of of the resources that you have in christ the power that you have in christ the resources the privileges that you have as a christian so the cure for being for being lame is to get the person to walk the cure for being dumb is to get the person to talk so what is the cure for being blind what is the cure when your mind is blind what should we do now we've noticed that sometimes there is a blockage sometimes our minds are hindered from 
beholding the face of God. There is there is a veil sometimes. So what should we do? The book of Second Corinthians chapter three verse eighteen says, But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. So we are changed even as by the Spirit of God. So we behold God. We are transformed. Our mind is renewed by the Spirit of God. Remember that we were talking about the vanity of the mind in this other Gentiles. So our mind is renewed by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit. Let's go back to Ephesians 1 again. book of Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17 it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him again that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him why so that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that he may know what is the hope of his calling what is the riches of his glory of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power so it takes the spirit of wisdom and revelation to have our understanding enlightened to know what indeed the power we have as Christians so the renewing of the mind has not has a lot with being blind to God it has a lot with being blind to the possibilities we have in God the power we have in God the riches the extent of resources that we have in God the possibilities in God the fact that we have we serve a living God we are saved by a limitless God so opening our, our eyes to our minds to that fact is renewal is renewal that is transformation noticing that there is the bible says in jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 to 24 that thus says the lord let not the wise man glory in his wisdom neither let the mighty man glory in his might let not the rich glory in his riches but let him that glorieth glory in this that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord which exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. Let not the fine lady glory in her finest. Let not the 
eloquent person glory in his speech let not anybody glory in what they can do but let whoever will glory let them glory let them boast of the fact that they understand and know god they understand and know god they understand and know god they are, let them glory in the fact that their minds are not blinded to the things of god let them glory in the fact that there is nothing separating them from god from what god is saying from what god is doing from what god is planning let them glory in the fact that they understand and know god let them glory in the fact that just they, at every point they see god face to face father to child creator to creation but the thing is that but the thing is that sometimes as christians we <laughs> we want to be running we want to be like why are you running why are you running we need to understand that this process of renewal, this process of transformation, it doesn't happen with a snap of the finger. It doesn't happen just like that. It doesn't happen automatically. It's not it's not just immediate. It's, it doesn't happen like that. Let's go to the book of Mark 8. Mark chapter 8 verse 22 to 25. Here Jesus was Jesus is, to me, giving us an analogy of the renewal of the mind. So Jesus was healing this blind guy. And the Bible says, he took the blind man by the hand and led him down, led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked if he saw aught. And he, being the blind man, said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And when he was restored and saw every man clearly. Okay. So Jesus, you know who Jesus is, the Son of God, the Savior of the whole world, the one who has every power and every authority in heaven and on earth he was healing a blind man and he said after he did the first round of healing the blind guy was still seeing men as trees and then he did it again then he finally saw that is the process of renewal that is the process of renewal when you decide to take up your cross and follow Jesus, sometimes it feels like you are wasting your time. You don't know what you're doing. But then the process of renewal is continual. The process of healing, of opening your mind, it is continual. It is continual. It is continual. The book of Second Corinthians chapter 3, chapter 4, verse 16 says, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. It's continually renewed. It's not just once and for all, because then you will glory in your strength. You will glory in the fact that you're a good Christian. You will glory in the fact that 
you pray every day you you read your bible regularly you do this and you do that no we go to the fountain of the blood of jesus and we wash ourselves every day we ask for renewal of our minds every day we see god every day day by day that is what the bible said continually continually So the renewal of our mind is continual and it is necessary. The transformation of our mind is necessary and it is continual. So today God is telling us to ask for the spirit. Remember what we said. This is the spirit of is by the spirit of God that we can continually seek God. It is by the spirit of God that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. So we are we are renewed by the spirit of god so ask for the spirit of revelation today ask for the spirit of wisdom that you may begin to see god that nothing will be between you and god that every veil upon your hearts will be removed that as the veil of the temple was torn asunder that every veil every blockage on your mind will be torn asunder Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please listen to the others. God bless you.